0: stop being a blue pill sheep being led to slaughter by big government in the court system become an awakened man here's your host gregory
1: hello everybody this is gregory and welcome back to another episode of the awakened man i hope you're doing well today today we're going to give some advice to the ladies the ladies in the house Give them about five or six qualities they must possess to get the high sexual market value man. Now, what I mean by high sexual market value man, I mean men that yes, have money, status, options, and means. So, in other words, a man who can get any woman he wants. So, typically, because if you look at sexual market value place. And its graph it's going to be a man who um let's think of like christian gray from 30 shades of gray so it's going to be a man of who's got money a man who's got status and a man who's maybe handsome has charisma ambition all these things that women are looking for it doesn't really matter what you're looking for women this is about what the man wants so how do you get that man so this episode is for more for like the 22-year-old, because I'm sorry, ladies, if you're 48 and you're a single mom, you're not going to get Christian Grey, despite what the movie like that will tell you. And look, in that movie, he doesn't end up with a 48-year-old woman. So this is more to give advice to your daughters, so you can tell your daughters how they can get a man, okay? So let's just get to it. And these are no particular order. And look, just because I named these five or six does not mean there's other qualities. And the one that I'm going to omit the most is going to be similar interests. That is important. We both like European soccer. We both like to hike. No doubt. This is important. But it's not the most important thing. So don't think a man who has the options to be with any woman in the world is going to pick a woman because they both like to hike, but she's a horrible prostitute who likes to bang men. No. Okay, so let's think of like a really eligible bachelor. Let's just make one up. Uh, let's think of. Well, I would say Prince Harry because Prince Harry was one of the most eligible bachelors. But he made so many mistakes in picking Meghan Markle that we can't really use him as an example of of of, of doing something right or choosing something right. So let's think of like, I don't know, I, I can't think of anybody, some crown prince. Think of like Prince Eric from Little Mermaid. Let's get to it. Number one, youth right i mean let's let's be honest men if they have a choice let's say let, let's not do prince here let's say prince eric is a 40 year old so peak peak sexual market value for men 40 year old ceo of whatever hobby lobby instagram a multi-billion dollar industry whatever 40 year old doesn't have kids He's good looking. He can get any woman in the world. Like I talk about Brad Pitt. Even today, Brad Pitt, ages like fine wine. He can go to any college campus in the world and just pick out any woman and say, I want you to be my girlfriend, maybe my wife. That girlfriend would be like, okay. Even if she's got a boyfriend, you don't think she's going to dump her boyfriend to be a bad pit? I mean, that's that's hypergamy. Come on. Okay. So, youth.
0: Okay.
1: You see this in Disney. Snow White eight forty eight, Cinderella is not fifty two, Belle is not thirty five. Men want to be with young women. I mean, this is this is obvious. Is you don't even need the SMV graph to tell you. This is a wired into everybody. Everybody knows. If you want to, you want proof that men like young women watch porn. Porn? Who's in porn? Is it forty eight year old menopausal women? No, it's women in their twenties. Google beautiful women. Just type in beautiful women. Who's going to come up? Women in their 20s. It's not women in their 40s. Albeit women can be beautiful in their 40s, of course. But peak beauty correlates with peak youth. So somebody who's young in their 20s. Okay. That's obvious. I don't think I need to really elaborate more. Because with, with youth comes fertility. And even if men don't want to have children, and there are some who don't, even if there's a man who doesn't want to have children, they still want the markers of fertility and fecundity, which is going to be accompanying or concomitant with youth. So they want the firm breasts, the supple buttocks, the smooth skin on the, on the face and on the body, the long, luscious hair. These are all things that women have more in their 20s than in their 40s, for sure. So youth and fertility obvious okay number two and again there's no particular order beauty obviously okay i mean look it goes both ways women want handsome men so why wouldn't men want beautiful woman so again a man with options and means is going to try to pick the most beautiful woman that he can get and you rarely ever see rarely ever see a handsome man with a really ugly and or fat woman just you really don't see that you see the opposite quite a bit beautiful young woman with an ugly man why is that because women are able to forsake looks for other qualities that the man has namely provisioning and security i.e in the 21st century money so yes of course a man wants to be with a beautiful woman Beauty shows facial symmetry. Beauty means good genes. Beauty means that if I breed this woman, my offspring has a good chance of being healthy. Now, there's going to be some exceptions. You see, certainly, Keanu Reeves is with that old lady, Alexandra Grant, who looks like a grandma. And I think she's maybe a few years younger than him, but she's in her 50s. So there are exceptions of men, kind of like the, the, the lone wolf Sigma type. Who will go against this trend? But if you look throughout history, and certainly we'll use Hollywood because Hollywood's a much easier example. Kevin Costner, Harrison Ford, Bruce Willis, Alec Baldwin, just to name a few, are men that married and had young wives in the 80s and 90s and then cashed them in when they got older for the new young wife. So, most recently, because of Hilaria Baldwin's Spanish scandal. She's a reminder. So Alec Baldwin, in his peak, when he was famous, was married to beautiful Kim Basinger in the 80s, and they had one kid. But she was a a crazy close-to-be-whack job. They got divorced. And then she got with Hilaria, or he got with Hilaria, and they've had five kids in less than 10 years. Bruce Willis did the same thing. Cashed out Demi Moore and has, uh, what hurts her name? Emma Hemming, beautiful woman. Same thing. I mean, this is a tale as old as time. Men like to be with young, beautiful women. Even if they don't want to have any more kids, they want to be with women that still evince markers of youth, fertility, and beauty. And women know this intuitively as they get older. This is why they, and the women in their 40s, add more makeup, do plastic surgery, get the limp implants, the face jobs, uh, the boob jobs, all these things. Because they're trying to imitate and trying to keep their youth. And unfortunately for most women, they don't understand, and we'll talk about this in a second, that it's just better to age well. Then do these things. Okay, so we have youth, beauty, fertility. Number four. Again, no particular order. Virtue. Men want virtuous women. Now, the, the, the term and concept of virtue is no longer in the American lexicon. It really isn't. I mean, I'm sure there's high school kids who don't even know what it means. Hey, if you say, hey, what does it mean to be virtuous? What's virtue? They don't even know how to define the word. They really don't. But again, throughout history, since the beginning of time, virtue. Let's just go back to the Bible, right? The women are all virgins. The women who aren't virgins are the the, the town prostitutes, the women at the well, all these women of disrepute. Let's move to the 19th century. Think of Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, all, all these novels written in the 19th century. The girls have virtue. Back then it was normal to not put out until you got married. Because they all knew that if you lost your maidenhead, as they called it, you would have a much higher problem finding what? A suitable man. Because a man of means, an aristocratic man who owned land, let's say like Mr. Darcy, wouldn't want to be with a woman who's already been violated. Virtue. Now, the whole idea of marrying a virgin really kind of existed until the sexual revolution. And then now it's, I mean, now it's, yeah, I mean, there are virgins, no doubt. I mean, look, again, let's watch 30 Shades of Grey. We're supposed to believe that Anastasia is, you know, beautiful Dakota Fanning is supposed to be a virgin. But again, you know, that's, 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 that's the, the, the tail they spin. But in general, men would rather have, and I know this is a hyperbolic comparison, Men rather have a woman who's only had one or two sexual partners than a woman who's had a hundred, obviously, because we know the studies show the more sex a woman has, the higher, higher, harder problems she has with pair bonding, higher rate of infidelity, higher rate of mental health problems, higher rate of depression. So no, women, the sex positive movement destroys you. The idea, well, men sleep around, I can sleep around too. Yeah, you sleep around, you end up being... It's like death by a thousand cuts. And so don't fall for the sex positive movement. Have as little sexual partners as possible. And even, let's say you're 24 as you're listening to this, you've had a couple of partners, you've ridden the carousel a tad, still show signs of virtue. And this is the other big thing. There was a time where women would wear chapel veils at church. There was a time where people went to church, right? (laughs) But... You, you see the way women dress today. The women in their 20s, so at their peak beauty, they dress like trash, like thoughts. The makeup, the hoochie, the skirts, the tight outfits. I mean, you see this everywhere. How rare do you see a beautiful young woman in her peak sexual market value wearing a modest dress that goes down to at least beyond her, her knees? It's rare. So women, even if you've had sexual partners evince virtue show virtue dress modestly speak with virtue because you're more likely to get a higher quality guy speaking about speaking with virtue the next one is going to be obedience oh
0: gregory
1: whoa them fighting words whoa, my God. obedience you want me to obey my man I ain't no property. I ain't no cattle. All right? How many women do you know that take out the word obey from love, honor, and obey in their marriage vows? And men that are fine with it. Men don't want to be with another man. Meaning men don't want to be with too many chefs in the kitchen. Meaning, I'm <laughs> just too many too many analogies. Here. Meaning, or metaphors I should say, not analogy. Meaning that men want to be with feminine women. And this, this is connected to virtue and beauty and youth. We want to be with feminine women. We don't want to be with masculine women. And a type of masculine woman would be the woman who wants to lead, the woman who wants to take charge, the woman who wants to be the, the, the dominant one of the relationship. And you see this so often with the henpecked men. So there's that saying. Oh, the man's ahead of the household, and then the women are snickering. Yes, but the, the women are the neck that controls the head. You ain't gonna get a high quality man if you're a radical leftist feminist. I'm sorry. Most men are just be like, no. They want a woman who's obedient. What I mean by obedient isn't like, you know, bitch, fix me my chicken pot pie now, and you're tied to the stove or something. No, it's biblical gender norms the gender norms that have worked for millennia and there's a lot of biblical verses that corroborate this but first corinthians has has a lot of them but be calmly be kind be obedient and what obedience means just simply is let the man lead and deep down i think a lot of women like this women don't like to make a lot of big decisions they like to feel feminine And when they have to make decisions or be in the masculine role in a relationship, they get anxious because that's not their strength. It's just like plopping a nine-month-old infant into a man's arms and say, good luck, you're going to have him for a week by yourself. It's just not our strength. So a woman's strength is not to be provider, protector, and leader. It's not. Can women do it? Yes, but it's not what they like to do if they're honest. Now, the feminists would be like, I can do it, I can do it. But lots, remember, understand a lot of feminists are just bitter women who didn't get high-quality men. Or they squandered their youth and now they're in their invisible years and they hate men. But women don't want to lead necessarily. They like a strong man who's going to lead for them. So an example of obedience would be, should we do this, should we do that? You discuss it. The man listens to your input. You guys discuss it. But ultimately he makes the decision and you abide by that whatever it is it has to do with a new job or moving or how to raise your kids or what. he makes the decision and you're okay with that because you trust him because he is the biblically and religiously assigned leader of your domestic church so to speak your in your house your nuclear family and you trust him that's what men want all men want that no man wants a woman who is going to be a leader. They, they might tell you that, but it's not true. And going back to gender norms, too, all the studies show men who do more household chores have a higher rate of divorce. Men who are at stay-at-home, dads, higher rate of divorce because you're going against gender norms. Another one, kindness. Simply, men don't want to be with crazy cluster B rageaholics. I mean, I don't think I need to spend a lot of time with this. Be kind. If you don't agree with your husband on something, fine. Out of charity, you bring it up kindly and with respect. You know the saying, right? You get more with honey than with vinegar. Kindness. Don't raise your voice. Don't cuss. Don't yell at your your husband. Don't throw things at your husband. And, of course, the worst cluster b things, you know, don't get him fired, false allegations, all these things. Kindness. Kindness. You can disagree. You guys can fight. But it's always out of respect and charity. Okay? Kindness. A couple more. Sexual availability. You want to get a high SMV, man? Always be sexually available. Oh,
0: my God. You want me tied to the stove and tied in the bed. Blah,
1: blah, 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 blah. First of all, a lot of women want to be tied in the bed. Let's be honest. Okay? <laughs> Let's be honest. But... What I mean by sexual availability is again, let's go to, to the Bible, let's go to St. Paul, First Corinthians. A man should surrender his body to his woman, a woman should surrender his body to his man, so they don't are not devoured by, by carnal desires and concupiscence and the sin, you know, the devil will creep in. If a man in other words, if you keep a man's prostate empty, he won't cheat on you. Okay, so if you just give him the sex he wants, you like, Oh my god, Gregory, you just want me to be to. This is why being a Christian and following biblical norms typically works. Remember, as I mentioned before, imagine what society would be like if we all follow the Ten Commandments. The Bible is not a list of don'ts. It's a list of suggestions on how to live the most optimal life. So when it comes to marriage, one of the biggest stressors is this, the question of sex. Women like sex, but they will also use it as a tool to get the man to do what they want, either by giving them more, or no, more often than not, depriving them of it. Men don't do that. Men want to have sex all the time. So a good a good wife is always going to give sex. You might not be in the mood, right? I'm not saying if you have 105-degree fever, you, you, you know, your guys will have sex. Like I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that aside from fever, if he wants it, you offer it. Because like, let's be honest, women, I mean, sex, you don't really have to do a lot in sex. You can be just like a, a starfish. Just let him do what he needs to do. Lots of times you'll start getting into it either way, and then it's sex is supposed to be unitive. It's right, unitive and procreative. It brings couples together. Uh, you release endorphins. You have a lower rate of depression. Uh, there's there's studies that show that, especially when it's uh, a man inseminates her. There's something calming and relaxing about re- receiving semen. I mean, we could spend a lot of time on this, but I don't want this episode to go too long. But always sexually available don't use sex as a weapon that is the number one way to poison your marriage i'm not going to give you sex for two weeks because i i thought you were looking at that woman i wasn't looking at that one i don't care i don't believe you two weeks no sex okay no love honor and obey and lots of times it's interesting because like when a man cheats on a woman who hasn't put out for two years they'll say oh he cheated on me it's like no you broke your vow of love honor and obey first he probably would not have cheated at you had you still been sexually available always give the gift of sex that's your job as a bride it's one of your many jobs just like men have their jobs as being a husband that was your job as being a bride always keep your body available and lastly speaking of your body age well age well what does that really mean don't get fat simple no man expects you to look 25 when you're 55 But the key to a long marriage for a man, aside from you know, because because the beauty, the beauty, the youth, fertility, of course, is going to go away. So then it becomes the other things: similar values, obedience, kindness, sexual availability. So, and this is why it's difficult men to marry a woman your own age. Going back to sexual availability, because yeah, you're you're you both want sex on in your twenties and thirties, but. Say so 48-year-old man still wants sex. He has a libido, especially if he's still in shape. But the 48-year-old woman is entering menopause and might not want sex. And certainly in your 50s, and you're really dealing with that. That's why it's smart to marry a younger woman. But just age well. Don't get the bad plastic surgery. Don't get the bad fake lips. Don't cake on the makeup like a tramp. Age well. Be like Julianne Moore, Nicole Kidman. You see these women? Now, of course, they were naturally beautiful. But my point is, they're aging well. And the number one way to age well into your 50s and even in your 60s is just don't get fat. I know we're in the fat epidemic, the biggest fat epidemic of human history. But that's the key. So if you do get Christian Grey in closing, and you do these things, he won't leave you. And of course, we know the irony is men don't leave women anyway. They really don't. Now, a high SMV man who has options is more likely to leave the woman in her marriage, but we know marriage initiate divorce disproportionately. But if you want to keep your man happy through the years, this is the key. An honorable mention would be similar values. So of course, if you're both atheists or both whatever liberals, uh, that that makes makes it more like more likely that you won't fight. Or conversely, if you're both. Bible-believing Christians who will die for your faith, or you're both Republicans. Similar values goes a long way. But the big ones are going to be the aforementioned women. So if you want to get your high-quality rich man, marry young. Get your degree in a degree that's going to make money. That way you can be independent in the event that you need to be independent. But start looking for a husband when you're 22 because you're at peak sexual market value, peak beauty, peak youth, peak fertility. 22, 26, try to get married by 26. Because you're using the best of what God has given you, your your youth and fertility. Look for a man who's 30, 34, 10 years older. You're like, oh, that's old. No, well, women like older men because they're more mature. I mean, the, the typical 24-year-old man is like a 16-year-old boy playing video games still. They're so stunted. So telling women to go older isn't – they'll be like, of course we're going to go older, Gregory – so 34-year-old man, a man of ambition, a man of means, a man of honor and integrity and ethics and who's religious and all these things, that's what you want. Marry a 34-year-old when you're 24. Start having the kids young because you have a better chance of having the kids. That way when the kids get to elementary school, then you can start your career, and then you'll have 30 years of unbroken time with your career. The mistake that women make is they do the opposite. They do their career, and then they try to get married in the 30s and have kids, and then they're out of the workforce after they were in it for 10 years, and that's why you don't get paid as much as a man. It has nothing to do with hating women. It's that you leave the workforce more. So it's a win-win. You start breeding out in your 20s, more likely to have kids. He's older, so he's getting youth and beauty. You're getting what? Financial security. This is the tale of all this time. You see it in Disney. So this is what you do. Be virtuous. Try to be a virgin as long as you can, ladies. And evince virtue. Even if you've had one or two boyfriends where you've had sex. Show virtue. Be calmly. Be obedient. Kind. And then when you get married, always be sexually available. And just age well. And you are optimizing your chances of finding a good man to marry and to be with you for the rest of your life guys so the website's naturopathic earth go check out all the articles if you want to help me out immediately post a review post a review right now for the awakened man if you have an apple product just click on the thumbnail search the awakened man click on the thumbnail scroll down a little and it'll say write a review you don't even have to write anything you can just put in stars and hit submit if you like really appreciate it if you want to help us out financially for for to the cost of hosting this podcast and the other two podcasts donate something to the paypal link found in the episode notes I'm an Amazon affiliate on Amazon, so click on the website, Naturopathic Earth, the link, and it takes you to the website. You see my two books on the right side. Click on that. That takes you to Amazon. And then from there, buy my books or buy whatever you want on Amazon within 24 hours of clicking on my link, and I get a 2% commission and no expense to you. If you need some help from the one-on-one help from the Redpo perspective or weight loss perspective or whatever, contact me through the Clarity.fm link. Go to Clarity.fm and search me. You can schedule something. And lastly, subscribe to The Awaken Man. Tell other people about it. It is the highly, most highly rated and reviewed MGTOW Red Pill channel on Apple Podcasts, and I take pride in that. But I need your help to continue that by posting honest reviews and subscribing. And also go check, the, check out the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. Some of you men would find some of those topics interesting. They're more specific to female health. So, uh, for example, um, how not to get breast cancer uh, avoid cosmetics that have phthalates and preservatives so it's like medical conspiracies uh, to, to protect women's health and lastly go check out confessions of an obese child which deals with early childhood trauma and addictions and coping with those until next time take care god bless bye
0: thank you for listening to the awakened man podcast find us on facebook at the awakened man podcast page Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Contributed to Nine Inch Nails.